0: programming for Toronto's Irish community on AM 1430 Fairchild Radio. Mm-hmm.
1: the stride of an old packing case and the dolls on the end of the blind door dancing as he crooned with a smile on his face fanciest theater in town. been with her own, and the plank went to mend the back door. Come they go day, wishing. up from the sea, you can still hear the song of old Sett Davy as he croons to his dancing dolls three. Mm-hmm.
2: You're very welcome to Keologus Crack on a cracking Saturday morning here in uh, Toronto. Beautiful day. Gorgeous day. Beautiful and, day. And uh, you are on the ball this morning. Boy. Well, I didn't know you'd get who that was there now, but right off the bat. Right off the bat, yeah. You got it. Danny, Danny Doyle, Doyle. yeah. Well, I got passed away this week, 79. A man from Dublin. Three number one hits. He actually knocked ABBA off the charts did as he? number one. Imagine that. With that song? With that song, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow, yeah. Incredible. Well, I had a bit of an inside track. Oh, okay. uh, my sister
3: asked me if I was playing any Danny Doyle songs today, so I had to Google Danny Doyle. There you go. There you go.
2: Request done. <laughs> he passed away this week. Request done. Very good. And I didn't even tip you off. No, you Look did how not. how aligned we are. You see? Or you are. I'll tell you. <laughs> the girl, Sharon, was it?
3: it? Yep. There yep. you go. That's and for you, uh, Sharon, then. A big shout out to them. Uh, she's up there in St. James's Hospital in Dublin taking care of my brother. Yeah, who had a little yeah. bit of um surgery yesterday and uh he's going for more surgery next week, so my uh my thoughts are with your brother as you're going through that. And the two of them they're up with the with the show on their uh at the bed up in St. James's Hospital.
2: Well, good luck, Owen, and yeah. uh, fair play to you, Sharon, taking care of him. Yeah, that's good. Well, I don't that's the know. Way. Huh? She's a nurse, but I'd say she'd be more in the way than she would be uh, helping. Ah, don't huh? be saying that. Huh? No. Taking no. selfies and
3: and the poor fella <laughs> there with bandages all around God,
2: stop. him. Stop. Yeah. That's not fair. All right, well Rugby is a big talking point, I suppose, this morning. I it know is. we've got lots of sports back on. It's fierce busy now All weekend, yeah. Ireland and Italy are at it in their warm-up. Yeah. Um, what's, you were telling me, 19, is it 19 now?
3: 1910. Now, Ireland are playing, are, are blooding a few young lads there, so they got their B team out today. Right. Joey Carberry is apparently having a stormer up there, but they're ahead 1910. I believe it's halftime
2: now. Wonderful. A we'll few other games going on around <laughs> the world as well in rugby in our own group. Mm-hmm. Um, Japan took the Pacific Cup today by beating the U.S. 34-20. Mm, right. They are now into the top ten in the world, Japan. Japan are. So yeah, our, so our group w- is getting tougher and getting tougher. Tough. Actually, we need tough ones before they become tougher, right? That's very true. Yeah. And the Wallabies, Michael Cheka's team, played a, a real blinder altogether today, mm-hmm. and they beat New Zealand. 47-26. Run up 47 points against New Zealand. You're doing something You're right. You're doing something right indeed. Yes. Mm. Scott Barrett was sent off. He was uh, got a red card for a high shoulder tackle in the first half there for New Zealand. He's only the fourth New Zealander mark ever to be sent off. Ah, Come
3: on now. There's a bit of an Do uh-huh. You think they had uh, the inside scoop the with the refs is going on there?
2: Uh, jeepers. <laughs> I'll tell you. Fourth. Only the fourth ever. Yeah. 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 So that's uh, that's pretty uh, pretty incredible Bill, now.
3: Sonny Bill went off there only a couple of years ago. That's, so that's right. Like Sonny half of them in the last yeah, two yeah,
2: years. Yeah, So oh, that's oh. A, that is amazing. Good. Now onto GEA.
3: Savage game on today. Very interesting game. Mayo and Dublin. Oh. I was fortunate enough to be in, uh, McHale Park last weekend yes. to see um, uh, to see Mayo beat a Donegal. They were very convincing, although Donegal did miss a few things. But Mayo um, put the foot on the throat. Ken and they didn't take it off. Right. And, um, it's going to be very interesting today. Now, um, I really do think that Mayo can give these guys a good a good belt.
2: There's not a lot of people saying that they'll beat them, though.
3: No, nobody no. is. I think uh, expecting it to happen. But then, of course, that's when Mayo can, uh, of course, do it. It's when the expectations are, are high on them that they seem to that they seem to topple a little bit. But you know, listen, they're the only team that have really given. Dublin any kind of a game during this uh, four or five in a row, right? Yeah. Or crusade for five in a row, and um, you know just looking at the Dublin team though, they're just so deep. With you know you got O'Callaghan, McCaffrey, you got Mannion, and these lads have all been. They're just they're like they've got like seven or eight of the best footballers in the country by a long stretch, yeah, Even yeah, more. No and then you look at their bench, and you got you know the best, arguably the best footballer for the last six or seven years, Dermot Connolly on the bench, yeah. And um, <clears throat> so it'll be it'll be um, very interesting tactically. I think um, you know s- s- something. He's got to throw. Moore's got to throw something. Uh, or Horn's got to throw something different into the game, and, and and it has to be something that Gavin isn't expecting and can't react to quickly. Yeah, yeah. You know the obvious things are putting you know Aidan O'Shea into the full forward line. He, he'll have a plan. He'll have that thought about, and um, you know, and then the man marking. If if you know if the if the male forwards can really. You know, it can really um, kind of, you know, dig, get the energy, empty the tank, and follow back. Um, you know, Mayo, Mayo could rattle them, right? Mm-hmm. The lads on off the ball had a great. There was a great comment made. True, it was, I was listening yeah. to a bit of it on the way over, and they talked about the fact that if if Mayo go for a sustained period of time without scoring anything, yes. like ten minutes, and I think that's very true. If they go for a period where because the Dubs will just keep rattling off points, yeah, yeah, And I think Mayo need to score goals today, yeah. and they need to score at least three goals, and if they can get four goals, great. They'll be in this, right? And um <coughs> again, uh, you know the passion in that county is just incredible, and it must it must deliver incredible fuel to these lads. Right, to yeah. be an inter-county player on that team, they will be heroes if they win, and uh, they'll be heroes if they come close. I'd say, but if they come out and they falter, um, you know they'll be very, very disappointed. The people may all be disappointed, but oh my God, the passion that they have, like that county, uh, they're just so behind that team, and um, and that must. Them fierce energy, so so hopefully yeah. that can get them across the line. I say hopefully because, of course, I'd love to see Mayo do it. And, yeah. um, you know, a five in a row isn't easy either. You know, just yes, ask, for ask sure. people from Kerry what happened in when um, they were easily expected to beat Awfully, and people forget about that. That Awfully were complete underdogs in that That's Ireland right, final, yeah, yeah. And this <coughs> just seems a little bit similar to that, right? Right. And so, yeah, if there's a shock, if there's a w- and it would be a shock, you're oh, right, it would be a shock um, for sure, yeah. Yeah, but it is hard. I mean, if a betting man, I would not be. I mean, be a brave man. No, it'd be a brave man to be betting against Dublin
2: today. Yeah. So. And you ran into some some soccer star. I did. Yeah. Former, anyway. Yeah. yeah. well, yeah. He ran into me. Oh, he know. probably did. did yeah. It's yeah, true me. enough. He's probably said, "Do you? Are you the fellow at the show?" That's him out there. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I met Kevin Kilban at the game. Got an old photograph taken with it's him. Big Mayo fan. And a uh, huge Mayo fan. Yeah, yeah, came up yeah. for the game for the day, and also. Um, you know, in the hotel we were staying at, uh, the Donegal team were ta- right. were staying there, so we got to meet um, Michael Murphy there and a few of the other fellas. They were poking around the
2: place just before the game. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, that was good. Now we have to give a big thank you to Yvonne Morley for filling in.
3: Yeah,
2: she put the big boots on last week. Yeah. and played the stormer herself. So she did. She was very good. And uh, we even got some thank yous from the Chinese community. She
3: inadvertently played a Chinese song. Well, so that's all right. And they were absolutely thrilled. It was they apparently a number one hit in like 1977 and 78 in oh, China. Oh, very yeah. good, yeah. So she,
2: you know, talk about you pushing the wrong button, but you push the right button. The right button, huh? exactly. So we have a few
3: Chinese listeners today now. We agree. do indeed. All the, lads,
2: all the lads down in the <laughs> Chinese markets now will be wondering why we're not playing any <laughs> Chinese music.
3: Listening to Danny Doyle.
2: We talk a bit of it, but, uh, you know. <laughs> Anyway, fair play Absolutely. to you, Vaughan. Thanks You've a million a great job. For, uh, for filling in. And, of course, I got a load of texts, I'm sure you were the same, and emails from the, the prior week mm. where we had done a pre-taping <laughs> saying that it was the best program ever in our, <laughs> what, six years now? Six and a half years? Uh, so yeah. thanks very much for all of those who uh, yeah. sent in them comments there we're, as well.
3: We're after talking now for at least seven minutes, so I, I think
2: the people, people are, are on, it. on They're gone now, Music right? time. Music. <laughs> All right, uh, let's play a bit of music. Actually, here's uh, the latest from uh, Daniel O'Donnell that I got lined up here. Now, do you know the name Tr- uh, Trudy uh, Laylor? Trudy Lawler. Is it Lawler? Yeah. Where's the W in it?
3: Well, she I know there's a Trudy Lawler and she used to Mount sing. Mount Wrath. She's from Mount Rath and Leash. There you she go, here
4: be fishing and sitting home wishing that you'd come back to me. And I'd rather be drinking than sitting home thinking about how things used to be. Well, I'm a little bit lonely, but baby, it's only a phase that I'm going through. I think I'll go out dancing and maybe romancing, cause I'm getting over you. Oh, I'm getting over you. Hey, baby, and I may call you sometime to see if you're fine, if that's okay with you. Yeah, I'm getting over you. Just wait and see. I'm getting over you, but you'll never get over. Bring
5: a bottle of wine
4: If that's okay with you Yeah, I'm getting over you No, you won't Just wait and see
6: Call 416 866 8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's. Serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416 815 7562.
2: All right, it's time to get the news from Ireland from our man down Ottawa Way, Desmond DeVoy. Good morning, Desmond.
7: There you go. Good morning, Mark and Ken. Great to have you, lads, both back in the studio. And good morning, folks. Desmond Hoy here with the news from Ireland. The news is brought to you by our good friends over at Aer Here are the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. Irish air travellers could have their summer vacation plans thrown into turmoil after the Irish Airline Pilots Association saw 94% of its Irish-based pilots who work for Ryanair vote to take industrial action. The union represents 180 of the airline's full-time pilots. The union will now write to the airline's management early next week to outline which days it will be walking out of the cockpit and hitting the picket lines. The association has given Ryanair until Monday to accept its demands for better pay and new conditions like maternity leave benefits, according to the Irish independent. Earlier in the week, the British Airline Pilots Association gave notice that their Ryanair members would walk off the job on August 22nd and again on September 2nd. The unions are saying that with posted profits of €1 billion Euros last year, that Ryanair can afford to spread the wealth. However, Ryanair has said that it is, quote, disappointed by the planned action. Back to Belfast now, and news that insolvency administrators have been appointed to the Harland and Wolf shipyards in Belfast. Members of the 123-strong workforce continue to occupy part of the shipyard, but word came this week that no workers will be paid after this coming Tuesday. Assets like the Yard's famous yellow cranes, nicknamed Samson Samson and Goliath, which dominate the Belfast skyline, could be sold off, along with other assets like dry dock and buildings, to pay creditors. The Yard's Norwegian owners were unable to find a new owner, according to the Belfast Telegraph. In other business news, while there have been calls for government intervention and even nationalization at the shipyard in Belfast, the beef plan movement in the Republic of Ireland has also seen calls for intervention, and has now entered a new phase. Irish Independent reports that farmers had been holding protests at meat factories around the country for weeks. The price of beef has been at its lowest price in years, with farmers struggling to survive, saying that they may be forced out of business without help from the government. Now the movement's protests have been called off as they enter into talks next week with Meat Industry Ireland. The protests had brought beef processing in Ireland to a virtual standstill with several temporary layoffs and delays to exports. The two sides will need an independent chairperson starting on Monday. In entertainment news, he could have been a contender, but now he's a convict. Michael Garrett, 39, was once in consideration for a spot in the 1990s Irish boy band Westlife. He would go on to become a member of Angar Síochána for 15 years, but that career has come to a shuddering end this week when he pled guilty to possessing 100 euros worth of cocaine. He was charged in August of 2018. He was suspended from duty at the time, and he'll be sentenced on November 4th. He had been a member of the boy band IOU, when promoter and producer Louis Walsh signed a number of his members in 2000 to form Westlife, but Gareth did not make the final cut. A Cork priest is urging family members not to bring up, quote, appalling items like cigarettes or beer up to the altar during funeral masses. Father Tomas Walsh, with the Gurren Braher Parish said that inflammatory gifts like a mobile phone, a remote control, washing detergent, or a football jersey did not tell anything uplifting about the person who had died. Flowers, family photographs, rosaries, or a prayer book would be more appropriate, he wrote in his weekly parish newsletter. He later told the Irish Independent that such people who offer, quote, inappropriate gifts tend to have little or no faith. He said he would understand if someone was heavily involved in the Gaelic Athletic Association out of County Jersey was offered up, but most often Manchester United or Chelsea Tops are brought up instead. He also criticized eulogies that he said sometimes go on as long as the masses don't. This week in our local News Matters segment, we followed up with a story on how the meat protests are affecting County Mayo. The Connacht Telegraph reports that up to 200 workers have been laid off at Don's Meats in Ballyhonas. Pickets by farmers have been placed outside of the factory for 12 days, up to and including August 8th, with the closure of the plant's beef processing department. A story of an athletic struggle now with the word that two Galway swimmers successfully crossed the English Channel last weekend. Fergal Madden from Athenry and D. Newell from Corandula are both members of the Atlantic Masters Swimming Club, according to the Comic Tribune. They took out across the Strait of Delaware from England to France in a 14-hour, 54-minute journey. Teacher Cleo Varadkar sent congratulations to both swimmers. And we have more sports now, this time from Sligo. The Sligo champion reports that the annual Des Flynn tractor run will take place at Castle Connor on Sunday, August eighteenth. 18th, 18th, rather, in aid of the Irish Heart Foundation and the Castle Connor Defibrillator Fund. The run began in twenty thirteen and has raised more than twenty-three thousand euros since then. It is named after local farmer Des Flynn, who died unexpectedly in 2013 at the age of 46. It is hoped that money raised this year will go to buy a new defibrillator for Stupain Community Park. Breaking news from the Roscommon Herald, Plex cinema, Cinemas rather, announced on Thursday that they will step in to save the former c Cinema in Common Town. This past Monday, it was announced that the cinema would close with immediate effect. The New Deal reportedly saw the cinema open again this past Friday, with plans for renovations and expansions. Ireland, it turns out, has the highest cinema-going population in Europe. Finally, from us this week, we head back to Galway and the sight of visitors from America and Germany gathering around the fire of an old thatched cottage in Tahar Lithraine. The term Harlan reports that over the August Bank Holiday weekend, visitors came to hear Sean Keene Kane Keen rather sing and play by the fireside in his family's ancestral cottage. This was the first in a series of intimate concerts at the open fire where his famous aunts, Sean, most singers, Rita and Sarah, lived their lives and where his parents and grandparents were born. He sang his songs, played the tin whistle and flute, and encouraged his guests to join in, which one German guest did with gusto asking for two spoons so he could play along with Sean on an Irish reel. There you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. This news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Traveling to Ireland and Europe has never been easier with Aer Lingus' year-round direct service from Toronto to Dublin, with connections available from more than 10 Canadian cities to Dublin. Smart flies, Aer Lingus. Why not check them out online at www.aerlingus.com? That's www.aerlingus.com. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with the lads at a Crack. So until next week, folks long go
8: That cold north wind they call bees is swirling round about my knees Trees are crying leaves into the river in this French cafe I never thought I'd see the day But winter's here and summer Really over Even the birds have packed up and gone They're flying south With their song And my love She too has gone She had to fly Take care.
2: Oh, there you go, a bit of Christy Burke. Huh? Very good. Christy Burke there with Lonely Sky. I'd say now, it's a while since people heard that one. <laughs> <laughs> I went deep into the dungeons. Did to you find ever? That. Pull did it you out. ever,
3: yeah. It was the first did concert I concert was ever at, Christy Burke. Oh, really?
2: Ever, yeah. First. Up at the a RDS concert. in Dublin. My yeah. goodness. Mine was I Stockton's snuck Wing. I up there too,
3: I didn't get permission.
2: Oh, really? It was supposed to be somewhere else, yeah. To take the train, was it? Or hitchhike? Uh, I think I hitchhiked, actually. Yeah. I hitchhiked part of it anyway. A popular mode of transportation for us youth yeah. back then. Hitchhiking, lethal, huh? Nowadays, you yeah. don't see too many of it. Nowadays, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe back in Ireland, I'm not sure. But uh. I went to a party in Dublin one time, and
3: we had a soccer game in um, down in Moat, actually, in Westmeath. Yeah. And I woke up at the party at uh, eight o'clock in the morning in Dublin after an hour's sleep. Yeah. Had the gear bag with me at the party. Ah, stop. Yeah. And got a bus out uh, Manuth Road there and started hitching. Fellow picked me up, dropped me right in the moat. I was there an hour before the team. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, very good. Well, wasn't in great shape now, but um, no. Did you play nah, a blinder though? Played a blinder. Did of course you? I did. Of course. Yeah. Why would show it up?
2: <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Very yeah. good. That's brilliant.
3: Anyway, a bit of um I guess um, polarizing news here um, out of uh, the Aviva. Uh, Ireland have scored a try so they're up twenty four ten against Italy. Uh, but lots of concern as uh, Joey Carberry has been stretchered off with uh, what looks like a very serious ankle injury. His bo- his ankle got trapped under a bunch of bodies, but he has been taken off, and the Connacht man is in there. Who's the Connacht um, uh, fly half there? What's his name? I'll get you uh, his yeah. name yeah. now in a Put second. In the spot, but yeah. he's in to replace oh, yeah. him. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so Carberry's gone off there, and it's Jack Carty is in. Carty, actually. of course. Yeah, Jack, yeah, Carty. Yeah.
2: Jack Carty. Jack um, Carty. And speaking uh, of rugby and things, um, of course, we're this is the warm-up for japan and we're planning our own trip to be over there in japan and a pal of mine who uh, i grew up with but is living in dublin now he sent me a video this morning he said he was looking for an irish bar in hong kong oh i said hong kong you're over there so he sent me a video of him landing in the airport yesterday and all the protests going on in hong kong oh yeah so i asked him like what's the crack around the town so next thing, I get a photograph of himself and his son. They're sitting in an Irish bar watching the uh, Ireland-Italy game. But he said, there's nothing else going on around the town. Wow. It's very interesting what you get in the news mm. and what you get, you know, when you're actually there. Like, he's downtown Hong Kong. Yeah. Wow. I said, yeah. is this by choice you went there? He said, Of course, he had <laughs> planned it months ago. But he went through with it. I said, you're a brave lad. Oh, listen, huh? you, can you find okay. out
3: how long he's going to be there? Because I have a, an have uncle out there, Uncle Mick, and oh, yeah. I could ruin his day for him. Oh, he could I'll just drop in. I'll send Mick over. Oh, yeah. Right. Or I'll he send could drop Mick in over. to see Mick. Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, Mick. Mick can have no money. Oh, Mick really? Go over, <laughs> go over and watch the game yeah. with him. And oh, show him around. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Hey, the Miners are at it, too, uh, Crow Park today. Mm-hmm. Mayo and Cork. Yeah. Mayo beat Dublin by two points. Yeah. Cork took down Monaghan by 12 points. So that'll be a good entertaining a good, match. Yeah. That's on, I think, now. Is it? or? love watching out? it. Uh, that yeah. would be on we'll probably. That. Yeah, that'll
3: be on soon, anyway. That's already. Yeah, we'll have to check that, and out. I think the Mayo ladies have already won today. So it kicked yeah. it off to a, got off to a good winning start for the
2: Mayo. Two twelve to one twelve, I think it was over Armagh. So yeah. they're into the semis. To the semis, yeah. So well done to the Mayo ladies. Well done. Very good. All right, a bit of um, new music. This is a a band out of Dublin, A Lazarus Soul. Have you heard of them? I have not. No. This, uh, this is a really good. Can song. I mention something oh, now yeah, before you of play that song? Yeah, because
3: yeah. we from the outset we didn't. We've got an interview. Coming up here, we're oh just yeah. waiting on a call in here from Leo Cullen, right. who is the coach of the Leinster team, and he's obviously former Ireland international, yes, and captain, and former Leinster international captain, and uh, he's going to be calling in here in about five minutes. Look right. forward to chatting to him. Uh, of course, Leinster play Canada on the 24th of August. He's going to have a little chat with us, so looking forward to talking to him. Brilliant. Yeah, can wait
2: till that dial lights up and he calls in here. So we'll uh, keep an eye we'll have on that, that, that going. Keep an eye on and, that. Uh, well, why not then with a, a Dublin song? Then there Sounds you go. Good, right? Yeah, it's a great song. Listen to the lyrics of this, the long balconies. First
9: day of April 1963, mother fell in the lap of luxury, still tells of the day. They handed her the keys Second floor palace The long balconies They did a little dealing in the shade Still of the cops and priests They were afraid They hung their washing Out there on parade when there was good drawing Nothing was spared What they had they shared They kept their worries to themselves. They knit the community of the long balconies. Days they were rough, but no one got upset. Our little homes immaculately kept. The accent was flattened of that we were proud. But only as much as our poverty allowed. Woke Sunday morning by a jobless anger. After Saturday evening, down the black and amber, two scruffy young flas belting out folk standards. They sang their hearts out. No one was scared what we had be shared. We kept our troubles to ourselves. We lit the community of the long balcony. I suspect They let our kingdom fall into neglect The promises broke The second we had voted They said that they cared But had another motive So that the high-tech Hadn't far to venture They needed homes Beside the city centre We watched our neighbours Slowly disappear We cried our eyes out We became scared But we had they shared They had it sewn up For themselves They split the community Of the long balconies But we had a dream you see In
8: the long balconies
7: Are aware on the 24th of August at Tim Hortons Field in Hamilton, um, Canada, prepare for the 2019 World Cup in Japan with a tilt against uh, a team we're very familiar with, the 2018-19 Guinness Pro14 champions
2: Leinster, with a special guest here. We do indeed. Uh, we're delighted to welcome on the line Irish legend and Leinster legend Leo Cullen, the first man to win the Champions Cup as a player and a coach. You're very welcome to join us, track, Leo.
0: Yeah, good, thanks uh, thanks for having us on. Uh, yeah, no, we're, we're very excited about the Chris. Uh, it's very rare that a mentor will get to be to the opportunity to play against the international team, so uh, we're very, very excited to do this. so we've, even other players, that are our guys that are preparing for the World Cup at the moment themselves, but we have a, a mix of a team with a lot of, some older experienced guys, and some younger guys as well, so, and um, it will be a great experience for us though, to get to the play and the team that will see in the World Cup. So, um, yes, we'll be following the progress. It's, it's also, we have been over the last few weeks, um, but then obviously beyond the game and how the convention the World Cup will be, uh, will be a really good gauge for as to where they are at themselves.
2: That's great. Well, we're certainly looking forward to having you here. You're coming off a very solid year last year with the Pro 14 win. And the Champions Cup final.
0: Um, how are our preparations for all going this year, Leo? Yeah, we're a very ambitious group, so it's uh, competitive. Um
6: When you think of Irish tradition, what comes to mind? Live music, great hospitality, and a pub atmosphere of laughter and song imported from the Emerald Isle itself. And one of Ireland's greatest imports is the Keene family, serving up the finest fare and crack this side of County Galway since 1991 at the Galway Arms. The family-owned pub has been charming patrons since, well, last century. And as a result, attracts some of the GTA's greatest Irish characters, known far and wide for its chef-designed menu and traditional Irish music. It's also Toronto's home of Gaelic games live from Ireland on the big screens. You can like them on Facebook and you're sure to like them in person. Visit thegalwayarms.ca to view daily specials. The Galway Arms, your home away from home and not too far from home at 838 The Queensway in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms.
5: I was confessing sins, a voice said, "Darling, what's your hurry?" So I grabbed her coat. Said, "I've money coming from a song I wrote." She said, "Wait a minute, boy, I'm from Missouri." Alright, gotta keep on. Everybody talk face to face. Said she'd have kept on telling. She read my pun. Said I wouldn't be sleeping till the morning comes. Said, I hope it's gonna be your fault, God willing. Gotta keep on keeping on.
3: Right, folks. Well, um, as many of our listeners are aware, on the 24th of August at Tim Horton's Field in Hamilton, Ken, um, Canada prepare for the 2019 World Cup in Japan with a tilt against uh, a team we're very familiar with, the 2018-19 Guinness Pro 14
2: champions, Leinster. We have a special guest here. We do indeed. Uh, we're delighted to welcome on the line... Irish legend and Leinster legend Leo Cullen, the first man to win the champions cup as a player and a coach. You're very welcome to Keologus Crack, Leo. How are things?
0: Yeah, good thanks. Yeah, thanks for having us on. Um, yeah, no, we're, we're very excited about the trip. Um, it's very rare that Leinster will get the opportunity to play against the international team, so uh, we're very, very excited, you know. So we've we've got our players that are our guys that are preparing for the World Cup at the moment themselves with the Irish team but um, we'll have a, a particular team with a lot of some older experienced guys with some younger guys as well so um, it should be a great experience for our guys to get to play in the team that we'll see playing in the World Cup so um, yeah, we'll be following kind of progress with interest also we have been over the last few weeks um, and then obviously beyond the game and having a venture in the Orson World Cup will be uh will be a really good gauge for Ireland as to where they are at themselves.
2: That's great. Well, we're certainly looking forward to having you here. You're coming off a, a very solid year last year with the Pro 14 win and a Champions Cup final. Um, how are our preparations overall going for you this year, Leo? Yeah,
0: we're a very ambitious group. So, competitive um, um, as I said, like with a number of guys away preparing for the World Cup with Ireland at the moment, and you know, we want all our guys, you know, certain Irish qualified guys, to be able to push on and represent Ireland as well and play at the highest level that they can. And so for us, at the moment, for Leinster, it's, you know, we, it's a great window for us because we've been extended pre-season this year because the season, the global season, is shifting slightly. So normally we'd be starting our season um, at the start very early in September, but so it's shifting to the end. So it's given us this extra month of preparation of young guys come through the system, so we promote a lot of them from within. Um, you know, such so a great young know, club, the academy system, um, and to get away to Canada um, and get experience playing in a complete environment for our guys um, against an international team. With, you know, and, you know, we know a lot of the Canadian players. Obviously, Kingley Jones as coach as well. The amount of European experience they have as a group as well so um, as I said it was a great test for us um, you know, sorry guys have been working hard over the last couple of weeks we, we finished our season at the end of May um, we played in the Guinness Pro 14 final away against Glasgow um, just about managed to get the job done um, so guys had holidays after that um, we came back in the middle of June and um, I said a lot, a lot of young guys um, you know, so just trying to get as much rugby into them from as early as possible and uh, we've had a bit of a break in between but now we start playing games. We play um, Coventry, um, the whole championship team in England, so the weekend before we, we fly out to Canada. So um, looks will get settled in and see all we can learn from the
2: trip. That's uh, great, uh, and you know you mentioned there about young lads. Is there anyone we should be keeping an eye on here when when you get to Canada as a as a future star, the Leinster and maybe Irish setup? Uh I, I try to not <laughs> yeah, say but... They probably won't uh, listen to this program anyway, Leo. You're all right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think of anything about it. But, um, yeah, well, I say, we've got we
0: got a couple of experienced Aussies with us as well, Scott Party, Joe Smiley. Um, guys have played at the highest level of the World Cups themselves. Right. Um, a number of our guys have obviously played for Ireland at very different stages, but you know, we will have a lot of young guys as well. Um of other Irish international, James Tracy, Michael Bennett, Aleckham. Um that will also be involved in the game. But, you know, as I said, we've, we've got some guys. I'm gonna swing around just yet, just in case any punching are their Fair
2: enough, fair enough.
3: And Leo for your uh, for your trip to Canada Will it all be um, Is there another game Kind of as part of this itinerary For the trip Are you kind of in and out For the game against Canada or Are you going further afield Down to the US To do anything else
0: No, no It's just so focused In the, in the Canada game So As I said We, we have a, a slightly Later start to the season um, The season for shifts To the end of September Partly due to the World Cup But partly due to the fact that there is a shift in the global calendar anyway um, so you know Ireland are actually playing um, you know, today against uh, Italy um, so you're curious to see what some of our guys go there um, and for us as a group um, you know we as I said we'll take commentary the week before so give some of our guys some game time we're very conscious Canada are playing at the moment so they've already played States, Fiji and Tom I think as well um, so they're they have a slight advantage on us in many ways just the fact that they're they've got that cohesion from playing together. Um, after that we're we're actually gonna have a little bit of a download after the trip, so I think some of the guys will actually end up staying uh with the in Canada and the States, so we'll give them a little bit of time off and then we'll do another block of pre season which will lead us into the season. So um, I mean, you know, it's been a it's been a long preseason, but it's important for us just to give guys breaks. You know, that like we're preparing for a season that starts again end September We'll run all the way through to the energy so um, it's a good
2: old block of time for the guys that's for sure yeah is there is there any difference Leo preparing to play a country like Canada versus say Coventry you know is there a, any shift in the mental attitude or physical attitude that you, that you would be putting the players through?
0: Um, Well, you know, we're used to the teams that we play in our league in particular. Europe throws up some different tests because you don't play the teams as regular when you come against some of the English and French teams. Uh, But our own domestic league, so you see the Pro-4 team, we're playing with uh, the Scottish teams, Welsh teams, you know, the two Italian teams and the South African teams have joined us. So, you know, being able to adapt teams is important. So, playing against a team like Canada throws up something different for our guys. Um, we found out, particularly with this African team, joining the Guinness Pro 14, um, and you know, that just, it's, you know, spend a time together away is really important for us as yeah. well, so that going to be a really useful trip for us. And um, the time away, as I said, we've a lot of young guys coming into the group, so it's just trying to make them more familiar, find their voice, making sure they feel comfortable, which gives them that confidence then to go out and express themselves and be included as the box would be. Um, but yeah, the time together way, you know, the, you know, the all the best teams out there in the world, you know, they tend to be a very tight-knit group. So you know, we're trying to be a sense of cohesion, understanding the way we want to try and play the game. And, but there's never an end, any end to that, you know, so the more right. time we spend together, the better. Um, and that's why I think travelling together. you know, Later in the season, we'll travel to South Africa. Um, and it's at a quite a tricky time, which is at the end of the Six Nations, leading into what we hope is the playoffs of the European Cups so that, you know that's we're planning that far ahead you know. right. like, the trips that we use. So even for this group that we have now and how they progress when they travel, what does that all look like? Um, you know, for us as coaches to be spending some you know, time, even just the time travelling, they use that time I think it's important. Uh.
8: Mm-hmm.
0: but yeah, like the trips always throw up something unexpected. Um and you know I like that particularly in, in, in pre season so there's not you know, there's there's no point at stake, um, but you know there's always something at stake for the players because they're constantly on show. Like they're yes. always we're always judging them, how they behave, how they travel, um, everything, uh, how they perform when certain things are a little bit different. You know there'll be a little bit of pressure with jet lag, etc. etc. So um, there's lots of things that we look for, um, but overall I think it's. The biggest plus for us is you know, the driving away in pre-season, and we get to play against an international team that are probably a little bit further down the road than we are because we've played a number of games together already. Um, but yeah, It's a great challenge for us, and just to see how Canada go post our game as well, you know, into the into World Cup, and I'm thinking how to get it against two of the favourites with South Africa and New Zealand, if uh, Italy are um, actually
2: around. Them this weekend, so um, we'll see how they go against started as well. Brilliant, yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a great challenge for you. Uh, it's great uh, seeing all together for the Irish rugby when you have the four provinces playing in, in Champions Cup. Uh, what are your thoughts on on this year for uh, your own uh, your own group? Yeah, well,
0: these World Cup years are, you know, they're a notoriously difficult for us. Uh, you know, because we get it. A bit of a split with the World Cup on. There's so many players, um, you know, from all the provinces, are contributing to Ireland to you know, do everything they can to go as far as they can in the World Cup. Um, so we get the players back quite late, um, which has its challenges. Sure. But you know, we just need to get on with that. So we uh, we've a top pool Northampton, our team that you know, have a good strong tradition in the competition. Um, the Chris Boyd who's come in. Um, last start of last season. and um, they've made really steady progress after having a couple of really difficult seasons. So uh, Chris Boyd has won Super Rugby with their Hurricanes, so he's got a huge amount of experience, their signs. Um, some from, some very strong players from the southern hemisphere as well. Got a bad player mix. And, um, so yeah they'll they'll pose different of challenges. Leon has seen that uh on the up you know, there's some of the teams in France are up a really heavy resource and they're uh, well coaching a guy here in Yoni. So, uh, again, there's a certain element of the unknown but beyond for our guys because we wouldn't have played in Europe before. Right. Um, and Treviso, team we you know very well, Treviso. Again, your former coach of Canada, Kieran Crowley, is coaching them now. Clearan's uh, done an incredible job with them and uh, to get them to where they've got to they qualify for Europe. And they're unbelievably rookie in their quarter quarterfinal playoff game against Munster, where well, they had so many chances trying to try and win the game but Munster um, have <laughs> yeah. just it's, it's not the game really at the end yes yeah
2: uh, but yeah the no, Theresa our team they are improving all the time and they've been an of international experience in their legs no doubt and uh, listen Leo we really appreciate you, you giving up your time here for uh, for a Canadian audience one uh, maybe last one here I was wondering did uh, Ronan Agara maybe give you a ring to get any tips from you <laughs>
0: Oh Raj, yeah, he's um, he's. With, I, I talk to John of Giggs quite frequently actually. And Roger's gone to join up with uh, John and Marichal. And yeah, it's a beautiful part of the world, so I can see why he's, uh, he's chosen chose that as a location. I went to my family holiday in of last year. Um, I think it's so. Definitely
2: it's a very tempting place. Because it's a beautiful part of the world. Indeed, indeed. Well, listen, Leo. Thanks yeah. a million again, and we uh, look forward to seeing you uh, out here in Canada. And the best of luck throughout the season. Go easy on Connacht, Tommy. Thanks, for the time.
0: Cheers. thanks,
3: Leo. Good Take luck. care of yourself. Much you appreciated.
2: Now arriving in Canada, Guinness Hop House 13. All the way. From the Open Gate Brewery at St. James Gate in Dublin. Double hopped for a more, more flavourful lager from the first sip to the crisp finish. Earning its name from the original Hop House 13 at St. James Gate. Available at select pubs and now arriving across Canada in 500ml cans. Guinness Hop House 13. More hops, more taste, more character. All right, here we go with the uh, community calendar of events. And uh, there's just a couple of camps left this uh, summer with Maureen O'Leary. And they are on the uh, this coming week, the 12th to the 16th, at Legion Number 10, Pape and O'Connor in Toronto East. And August 19th to the 23rd at the Museum of Steam and Technology down there in Hamilton. And the hours are 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. You can get in touch with Maureen. And Tip is uh, showing The Night Joe Dolan's Car Broke Down, a play by Porrick McIntyre, and it returns, of course, to the Alumni Theatre for one weekend only, August 16th, 17th, and 18th. This show was a complete sellout the first time around, so don't miss out on your opportunity to get tickets. Go to torontoirishplayers.com to to check out uh, the uh, ticket sales right there. And uh, the 7th Annual Eamon O'Loughlin Memorial Golf Gathering is coming up on the 14th of September at Caledon Woods Golf Club. That's up there in Palgrave, Ontario. It's a 1 p.m. shotgun start, four-person best ball. There's men's, women's, and mixed. It's $150 per golfer and includes your golf cart and your dinner. Please send your team in to O at Rogers.com players must pay before they're included in the tournament and you can send your payments into eolmemorialgolf at gmail.com and uh, you can get in touch there with uh, Cormac O'Murray. The Mayo Association Pub Night is coming up on Saturday the 28th of September. The location is at the Tara Inn 2365 Kingston Road in Scarborough and that starts at 8 o'clock. $10 per person, there'll be music, raffle and some home bacon there. And uh, may all folks are hoping that everybody will come out and join them for a bit of crack. And the Friends of Sinn Féin Summer Fundraising Appeal is into its second month. Contributions so far have ranged from $10 to $500. All donations are greatly appreciated. Sinn Féin uh, stands ready to defend Ireland's interests as the October Brexit deadline looms. And you can get in touch there with Alan McConnell, 416-402-3729, or go to their, uh, to their website friends of Sinn dot com. and you can check out all of the telephone numbers, email addresses and such on our calendar of events at Saturday dot If you have an event, send an email to Ken at SaturdayIrishradio dot com or Mark at SaturdayIrishradio dot com. We'll take care of it and make sure that it's uh, put up there.
3: <coughs> it's quite enough in the community now at the moment, Ken. That's usual for the summer lull and yes. um what was I going to say? The f- uh, final score in the rugby, Ken, is uh, Ireland 29, uh, Italy 10. So that's, all, right, that's all done. And, of course, the Premier League started, Ken. It uh, did our indeed. Our favourite time of year, much to the disappointment of our significant others. Yes, right? will be locked and loaded. Saturday and Sunday morning kind of... Um, hermits i suppose yep um but anyway um big win for your lads yesterday 4-1 Mighty. congratulations yeah delighted to they get that they looked like it, like they looked like they haven't missed a beat over the summer so well done yeah and man city good. of course looked formidable they won 5-0 away from home against uh, west ham earlier today and in the other games um uh, three scoreless games uh, it's bournemouth nil Sheffield united nil burnley nil southampton nil and crystal palace nil everton nil so lot of nil time and then Waterford nil, Brighton and Hull of Albion 1. Now, so there you go we have another goal and uh, my lads are playing at 12.30, Tottenham and Aston Villa. So Very good, good yeah, luck to you High hopes. And then oh bing. it
2: says so uh, Speaking of uh, a bit of the uh, soccer stuff uh, the FAI Cup was on uh, the, f- the round in, in Ireland last night and we have to give an honourable mention to the Balbriggan lads from oh. Glebe North Wow! Sligo like Rovers went up there to test them out a bit they didn't fare too well now <laughs> Sorry, Cormac and Michael Monahan, but uh, Sligo lads put the helmets on and got out of there quick, I think. 8-0 the one, so wow, put them to the sword. Oh, that's that it's bit a bit of a rubbing kinney. in, is it? It uh, is, yeah. It's not fair.
3: No, it's not fair. We got a few um, bits of feedback there on the interview with, um, with Leo Cullen. That was very nice of him to do that. Um, unfortunately, sometimes we're at the mercy of the quality of the line when, uh, when it's a phone call, but uh, hopefully you picked up on on uh, most of that interview um it was very nice for him they gave us give us 10 or 12 minutes of his time and um yeah so august 24th it should be a, yes. a great uh, a crew of irish people down tim hortons field down in hamilton looking forward great to great it. great venue for a game actually yes indeed and uh, that will be um ireland taken or canada taken on leinster yeah so um should be interesting and hopefully we'll get to shake leo's hands uh, down there brilliant all yeah. right
2: folks there you go another hour done and uh, we we'll leave you here with uh, Rosie, a lad uh, out of Burr, you huh? Burr, There's the some stop, talent huh? coming out of Offaly now. Great singer-songwriter out of there. And this is Color Me Colorful, Slon. Slon.
10: Follow me, beautiful. For all I am not and yet to be, Lady Madonna, I am so blind. Raise me up that I might see. Follow me, follow me, beautiful. sleep in blue, awake in gold. Catch you ride on a chariot wild To a place that keeps me from the cold When you know you're not alone The stronger you become, do you know? We learn to slay darkness down And the stronger we become Follow me, follow me, beautiful I see the bird above the flame The caterpillar to the butterfly Like hardened soil before the rain Call Color me, follow me, beautiful A great big star, let up your eyes I saw your dance, you wonderful dance. And you fill my heart with so much joy. When you know you're not alone, the stronger you become, do you know?
0: Programming for Toronto's Irish community can be heard every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. on AM 1430. CHKT Fairchild Radio.